about the well-being of your children in your lifetime and after you are gone. And when it's natural, then you can't ignore it and you can't suppress this. It will surface repeatedly. It will come up, what about my children in my lifetime? When I'm advanced in age and when I'm gone, so what's going to happen to them? So keeping this in mind, Islam has instituted the plan of a wasiyat. Wasiyat translates, translates as a bequest. But many a times, the bequest is restricted only in the material sense. So materially, what's going to happen to my children in my advanced age and what's going to happen to them after I am born, after death, what's going to happen to them. To have this concern is not wrong. An tatvuka aw antadarak awladaka agniya khayrun min ay yadarahum غير أغنياء يتكفف الناس To leave them with a little bit of some wealth or material security is better than to leave them in a state of destitute and then they have to go and stretch their hands before people. So to make some provisions and arrangements for their material security is advisable, is not wrong, is not against deen. But then to restrict it to just material security is naivety, is short-sightedness. <coughs> you try and save yourself and your people from the heat of the sun. 12 o'clock or near noon and you are afraid you get a heat stroke or something, so you save them from the heat of the sun. But to cover them from the heat of the sun and then to let them jump into the fire after that, is that uh, a, a logical thing? Is that right? So, this is the example of a person who is just concerned about the material security, but is not concerned about the child's dini and religious or spiritual security. So he's ignored that, and he's just concerned himself with the material, that's all or the bulk of his figures, the bulk of his concern is the material and by the way, Deen must just tag along and just follow. So, it is nice to, and it is right to use <coughs> the Anbiya as a yardstick in whatever you are doing. They are the yardstick, you go by them and you can't make a mistake. In any situation, if you employ your reasoning only, then you may go wrong, you may be right, you may be partly right, partly wrong. So if you are taking advice from a business consultant, then it may be right, it may be wrong, it may be right at a certain perspective, but from a certain perspective it may be wrong. But what Rasul says, it can be no other way. It's perfect, accurate, complete and comprehensive. That's the plan of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So, 
how are we supposed to be managing these children? Now, a bequest, what is a bequest? Command from the deceased person. Before he could die, he commanded that something must be executed after his death. Post-death, a command that is supposed to be executed after death, that's called a bequest. So, there will be something that will be done for the material security for the children, for their dependents, but not restricted to this. And there will be something that will be done or needs to be done for the dini, for the spiritual betterment. And the greater and the more important thing is, what have you left for the dini improvement? <coughs> because if you haven't left much for the material, most could have happened that they won't live a very, very lavish life. Most. They will also see for themselves a roof, a shelter, and something to run. They have something. But if you haven't fulfilled your duty in making them secure in their deen, then فَلَا دِينُنَا يَبْقَى وَلَا مَا نُرَقِّعُهُ Both have been lost. خَسِرَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ The man is in a total loss. Dunya and deen, both is gone. So now, we make provisions for the material, but the greater concern must be their deen. In all that we are doing, the greater concern must be their deen, their deeny welfare. So we want to please them, we want to make them happy. But obviously, the greatest concern is, is Allah Ta'ala happy. In anything that we're doing in life, alright, we keep the family, etc. happy, we don't break their feelings and their sentiments, we don't bust them. But in all that we are doing, the greater concern is, is Allah Ta'ala happy. If it's a business we are running, right? So we're concerned now, all right, about our family and dependents, and will this make them happy? So we'll go for it. But the greater concern of a Muslim will be, in my business, is Allah Ta'ala happy as well. And in the business plan, I need to see and ensure a few things I must ensure. One is, is it halal or haram? Am I, uh, am I borderline halal and haram or am I pure halal? So one is that concern. Am I robbing someone? Am, am I exceeding the limits? I am going to do something haram, something that is doubtful, I'm going to ensure, etc. I'm contaminating my whole wealth. Am I doing this? Well, I'm going strictly on halal. So if the Muslim's concern is more and primarily Allah Ta'ala, and thereafter his dependence, it's alright. Because Deen and Nabi Wasallam is supposed to be piloting and captaining this whole ship. They're supposed to be piloting, they're supposed to be driving this whole thing, maneuvering it. If they're maneuvering it, then you're going on the right. Then it's impossible if they are maneuvering it, then you will suffer some worldly losses. The one that is piloting, the one that is the captain, he is right. So you'll be fortunate in your dunya. But if it is that you're allowing the wife, the child, your dependents, etc. to manage this boat, then they are looking just for their security, nothing else. So you are in a quandary whether they're going to take it right or they're going to go wrong. Because they are looking for the material security. For the material security, you don't know which side they're turning, how they're maneuvering, what speed they're moving at. They can cause a destruction for yourself and for and for for you, for themselves and for you. So both can can go. 
So the right thing is that this whole ship, this whole vehicle must be maneuvered by the right. And that is Allah Ta'ala and His Rasul they must maneuver it right. In all we are doing, then there are three elements to ensure that this thing goes right. One is <coughs> that our allegiance is with Allah Ta'ala and His Rasul Allegiance will mean that we are giving them full faith and full loyalty. In whatever I am doing, am I loyal to Allah Ta'ala? Is my Allah Ta'ala pleased with this or not? So that's the primary concern. Whether it's a business, whether it's your domestic life, whether it's your private life, whether it's your, private, whether it's your public life. But in whatever I am doing, then is my Allah Ta'ala pleased with this? And number two is this, that I am doing it also, I am doing it not grudgingly, I am doing it with a passion. So, in all departments of my life, not restricted to namaz and roza, but in every department of my life, whether I am talking, whether I am sitting, whether it's a function, whatever it is, but it's Allah Ta'ala happy. I got a function, but all mixed up, man, woman, whatever is mixed up. I got the music blasting. I got photography inside, right? Or every type of wrong inside. Now, is Allah Ta'ala the primary person that you have concern about? Or the family, or the friends, etc. They are the primary persons. So if you have you've kept Allah Ta'ala as a passenger, then you must expect now wrongs and disasters to come into this relationship. Because Allah Ta'ala is not the driver. Rasulullah is not the captain of this, of this boat. It is someone else. So when, when, when he's been given the passenger seat, you must expect problems then, obviously. So that's the second thing. And the third thing that is required to get this to heed and this deen right, is, they say it in Persian, <coughs> that, Khof or hirasash nabashad bakast, haminas the dunya the tawheed obas. When I've got hopes and concerns, it's not with people. My concerns and my hopes, my fears, are not primarily with people. Primarily, mainly, entirely is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's my hope, that's my concern. That's my trust, that's my point where I refer to. So, he must be the, 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 the supporting column. Our hope, our fear, our expectation, our trust is in him all, all together. So if you got this right, then you got the deen right. Then everything will fall in place. But if your concern is more what the wife will say, what the family will say, what the friends will say, what the community will say, then it's a mix-up. And when it's a mix-up, you must expect some problem to come. As sooner or later, there must, must be a problem. Now it's interesting also to understand what was the legacy of the Anbiya Alim What was the legacy? They also, every person that came into this earth, he has to leave. And he can't be here forever. But his dream is that the legacy and my teachings must continue. The good values that I've adopted and I've taught them, they must continue. It mustn't just stop with me. Uh, I say this, the buck must stop with me. That's wrong. So, the legacy that I, 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 I leave, it must continue. It must continue for my generations and my people right till the day of Qiyamah. So, now, what was the style of the Abiyya So, obviously, they can't be a better guide than the Quran Sharif. So, Allah Ta'ala says, <coughs> Ibrahim alayhi salam, Yaqub alayhi salam, they made out bequest before they could die. Am kuntum shuhada'i hadara Yaqub al-mawt. 
it's his time to leave the world. When it's time to leave the world, then what's the bequest? What's the concern? Right. So Allah has chosen a way for you. You are concerned about your well-being now. You are concerned for your future. So there's a way that Allah Ta'ala has chosen. So Allah Ta'ala is the creator. He is the maker. He makes it happen. And if he wills, he won't make it happen. But in this entire administration, what he's done, he says, he's chosen a path for you. So what is this path? And he says it himself, فَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Then you die in a state of total submission. Total submission, whether mentally, emotionally, physically, sentiments, everything, in a state of total submission. فَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ That you die in a state of submission. But then the question will come up, alright, that death is not in our control. Life is in your control. You can do things, you can make adjustments, you can make programs. But death, is it in your control? Then, when the Quran Sharif says, then die in a state of submission, what does it mean? When death is not in your control, it's not in your choice to bring about death. But then the Quran Sharif is instructing you that you die in a state of total submission. That is to ensure that Allah is pleased with you. So now, this is a bequest that Ibrahim Ali Salam, Yaqub Ali Salam, all these Anbiya are leaving bequests. And the great, this is the greater concern. The material, it will happen to take its cause. But their greatest concern is the, what's going to happen to the deeny welfare, the spiritual welfare, well-being of my children. What's going to happen? So as they're approaching the last, this is the bequest that they are making. See? If some investment doesn't work out, or some tenant is not paying the rent, how miserable don't we feel? Something we invested somewhere, and I think it's just collapsing. How miserable don't we feel? But the misery that is brought to these people who've seen life, who've seen the hereafter, where the misery comes? The misery comes when there is a collapse in religion, in deen. So they say, all of them, Ya Baniya in When they're living a bequest, Allah has chosen this path. So you see to that you die in this path here. But then, as I say, that life is within your control to make adjustments and maneuvers in life is possible but death is not within your control so how do you make that happen so the hadith says it very clearly as you will live you will die if you are living Islam you are breathing Islam you are associating with Muslims you love the Islamic culture right? so your culture is right your interaction is right your business is right, you love these things here, when you love these things here, then you will die accordingly. But now, if it is that you love something else that is foreign to Islam, Valentine's you want to celebrate there, Christmas you want to celebrate there, uh, New Year you want to celebrate, right? So your heart is there, sentiments are not with Islam, sentiments with everything else, See, that is foreign to Islam, that is alien to Rasul person. So your sentiments are there, your clothing, your dressing, your styles, your adopting ways. So you don't adopt the ways of the sunnah. We don't adopt the way of Rasulullah. So your life is that way. 
the morning is not real, the night is not real. So as though you're being uh, mesmerized by that life. That whole life has, been, has mesmerized you. So that's your choice, that's your preference. And when that's the preference, then how do you expect to die in a state of total submission? So your allegiance is somewhere this side, somewhere on that side, somewhere on the third side. And then you want a total, a death of total submission that as you die and you want the, the gates of Jannah to just be flung open for you, how will it happen? So if you want that to happen, Allah says, I've got everything. Immin shayin illa indana khazayin. I've got everything. But then you follow the procedure, you follow procedure, inshallah, you'll come to them. The procedure is, give me your submission. Give me your submission with a passion, with love. Then your hopes, expectations are with me only. That I will make things happen. Not you, and not anybody else, not the investment, not the family, or the friend. Your future and your present, I'll make it happen. So when your trust is with me, expectations are with me, hopes are with me, so you're not disappointed, you're not, you don't have to fight with people. Why he didn't do this, and why that person didn't do that. So you're not concerned about that. So long as your submission, your hopes, your expectations are with Allah Ta'ala, then you are, you're online. When you're online, then as you break away, you're going on to the next line, then the doors of Jannah are also open for you. It's just a matter for you to die, and that's the entry to Jannah. Allah Ta'ala make it a reality for us.